Hello and welcome to the SpiceCast, the podcast where we talk about spices and spicy moments in our everyday lives. I'm your host, Ruben, and I'm joined this episode by two very special guests. Guest number one, would you please introduce yourself? Okay, um, I'm Benjamin Lambert. I guess uh, I've... Did you want to dox yourself, please? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I've, I've known Ruben pretty much all my life. Um, but I just I just got back from Canada, so I'm maybe I can bring a little bit of that culture and the perspective from that culture down with me. What's a fun fact about you, Benjamin? Fun fact? Uh, um, <clears throat> I guess I'm just about to come out of my master's, so we'll see where I end up. Hopefully in a house that's this beautiful. We are so. recording in a beautiful house built by <laughs> guest number two. Would you please introduce yourself? My name is Andrew Lem. Um, I've known Ruben for several years now. Um, These are really fun facts, guys. <laughs> I didn't realize we were doing fun facts first. I thought we were talking about our relationship. I didn't know we were talking about our relationship. Okay, well, we'll just skip to a fun fact. Yeah. I spent years doing disaster relief and recovery um, with a nonprofit, um, which helped foster my love of cooking for people as we had to cook for our volunteers. And I'm very excited to talk about today's spice. Yes, welcome both of you to the cinnamon episode of the Spice Cast. Uh, we're going to be talking about cinnamon in all of its forms, including stick and powder, uh, sweet and savory. Um, so let's get started. Um, ben, what's your favorite use for cinnamon, or, or what do you use it in most often? Um. I think by itself, like as is, <laughs> I never the challenge. We'll get to that later. <laughs> I, ne- I never like because I've um, because as like a master's student and a bachelor's student, I've kind of been switching between places uh, every four months. I've kind of haven't had the best situations in, in certain places, so I don't haven't done a lot of cooking. And from that, I haven't used cinnamon a whole lot. What's your favorite thing However, to eat with cinnamon in it? <clears throat> yeah, so I think cinnamon rolls are like my top of the pedestal, like absolute best thing that I can think of off the top of the head right now, just because of the nostalgia and all the memories I have of enjoying homemade cinnamon rolls. and The classic Americana yes, yeah. of cinnamon rolls. I suppose... That's a good way to put it. Canadiana, in this case. Perhaps. <laughs> Do you use cinnamon ever, Andrew? Yes, lots. Um, two. Can I do two? Yeah. 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 Uh, my first is definitely going to be cinnamon sugar toast, a childhood memory. Um, and then a more foodie one uh, in carnitas. Uh, it's a key a key component of creating authentic carnitas is in the braising process, uh, you put a few sticks of cinnamon in and it really enhances mm. the oregano and the orange that's in the dish. Yeah, that's nice. So for me, uh, I like sweet cinnamon just like both of you, um, but my, my, favorite, my favorite use that I've found in the last couple of years is um, a Lebanese dish called mujadra, um, which is essentially a spiced rice dish with caramelized onions and lentils. 
and it has this really awesome deep cinnamon stick flavor mm. um just permeating it and it it's so delicious yeah it sounds I, I love that dish uh and i i almost definitely didn't pronounce that right so <laughs> don't at me <laughs> um all right so 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 what is cinnamon do, do either of you know what what uh, cinnamon is it's the inner layer of a tree bark yes right around the wood of the tree yeah so um the genus cinnamomum uh is a tree that's common uh all right sorry several species of tree that are common uh in a lot of countries including in southeast asia south asia east asia um and south america so um, they take branches off of these trees and strip the outer bark. And then uh, the traditional method was to pound the branch evenly uh, with a hammer so that the inner bark could be loosened and taken off in long rolls and then dried. And the drying process is pretty quick compared to what I would expect. Um, I didn't know this, uh, but it only took about four to six hours or it only takes about huh. four to six wow. hours to completely dry the bark into the hard cinnamon stick um that we know and love is that all air drying yeah um no, I, no aids or, originally originally yes um i'm not 100 percent sure of how commercially mm. uh, commercial cinnamon is produced mm -hmm. but originally it was just like lay it out and let it dry for less than a day wow which is kind of crazy yeah that's really wild um yeah and it's as many listeners will be aware uh cinnamon is known for its strong spicy aroma and flavor um it's used in sweet and savory dishes um in the u.s it's most commonly used in sweet dishes um that's where we are so that's what a lot of us are most familiar with but um it's used as a savory ingredient in other countries and other cultures um cinnamon is really common in turkish and persian cuisine uh, as well as in combination with chocolate in mexico um, and cinnamon is also in portugal ah portugal um cinnamon is also used to flavor alcohol um including whiskey in the u.s a lot oh i didn't know that um and brandy uh there's this greek brandy that i have never had have you had it no i don't think so um but it's flavored with cinnamon so like i said there are multiple species of cinnamon tree um they're all in the cinnamon family um but the the true cinnamon is cinnamomum verum which is also called Ceylon cinnamon. Um, and that is produced in Sri Lanka, primarily. Uh, though nowadays you can actually produce it outside of Sri Lanka. So what's the relationship between cassia and cinnamon? Uh, cassia is very similar to uh, Ceylon. Uh, however, it has a harsher taste, and or yeah, harsher taste. Uh, Ceylon cinnamon is sweeter and more mild, uh, and it's a different tree. 
entirely. And it was discovered at a later time after Ceylon, and it was used as a cheaper replacement because the demand for Ceylon shot the price through the roof. And until the English took the trade back from the Dutch in Ceylon, currently Sri Lanka, uh, the prices were just so absorbent that you couldn't that it, you know people they, the real, exactly exactly and if you could pound, it right. they said someone said that uh, to purchase a pound of Ceylon it cost a Roman's ten month wages. I read fifty months. Yeah, fifty. Wow. Months. All right. Well, either way, um, that's that's crazy. Yeah, as reported by Pliny the Elder, uh, Roman statesman. Um, a Roman pound, which is not even a pound, it was uh -huh. like it was like twelve ounces or something, mm -hmm. um, was fifty months' labor worth of money, uh, and I translated that into U.S. minimum wage in twenty nineteen, and that is equivalent to roughly sixty two thousand dollars <laughs> for a, not even a pound of Ceylon cinnamon. Well, so you can buy a nice car for that kind of money. Uh, yeah, a couple of nice cars. <laughs> yeah, that's exceptional. Um, so we. Can certainly understand the need for a, a cheaper replacement sure. in that case, um, and so what they were mentioning, cassia cinnamon or cassia cinnamon, um, is also called Chinese cinnamon, and that is what is most commonly sold in stores in the U.S. Uh, if you see something that's labeled as ground cinnamon or stick cinnamon, that is almost definitely cassia cinnamon. So. Um, <laughs> Other than Ceylon and Cassia, um, you can also find Saigon cinnamon, uh, which is also called, uh, totally butchering the pronunciation, Corincha cinnamon or Indonesian cinnamon, um, commonly in uh, specialty spice stores. Um, and you can also sometimes, I wasn't able to find it, but uh, there, you can find Malabar cinnamon, which is a, a rarer species. Um, obviously none of these are true cinnamon, but all of them are considered cinnamon in modern contexts. And, uh, a little later we're going to get into a tasting where we sort of compare what all of those might, uh, taste like. But for now, we're going to do a little bit more history. Um, we already covered uh, some of this, but uh, cinnamon was imported to Egypt from India and Sri Lanka by about 2000 BCE. Um, so that's what? 4,000 years ago, over 4,000 years ago. Uh, and it was used um, in cooking, of course, but also in the embalming process for mummies. Um, I don't know how they used it in the embalming process. Do either of you know that? I do, yeah. Uh, so it wasn't actually anything to do with any chemical changes of a body. It was simply to mask the smell. Hmm. Um, in a similar way, uh, it was used in uh, medieval meat preserving hmm. uh, for a similar, similar reason. Um, but instead of masking the smell of the body, it was masking the smell and taste of... Of meat that was cured but still spoiling. Wow. Because hmm. of its intense flavor. 
So uh, people in Europe um, were really crazy about cinnamon, especially Western Europe. And so they needed to develop uh, a, a replacement product so that for the people who couldn't afford true cinnamon. And so uh, cassia cinnamon was imported from China. And almost immediately there was widespread confusion about which cinnamon was real, which cinnamon was which, and whether they should even be called cinnamon. Um, and in Europe, also the, the source of cinnamon was, was really confusing. Uh, a lot of people thought it came from Arabia and wrote that in their, um, in their ledgers and in their notes uh, and writings about cinnamon. Um, they thought that it was guarded by winged serpents in Arabia uh, and others, including Aristotle, uh, believed that cinnamon birds collected, uh, they, they flew across the sea to this like mystic land and collected cinnamon sticks and then brought them back over to Arabia to build their nests. And then humans could like take the cinnamon sticks from, from the nests and grind them up into cinnamon powder. There is a genius behind this, this spice here. Well, did you hear the rest of that story? <clears throat> about uh, So it wasn't just that there were these massive birds that would collect cinnamon sticks and build their nests out of them, that this was a story that Arab traders made in order to justify the price, ah, saying that, say. saying, and this is the story they would tell. They would say, we would leave big hunks of meat down at the ground, and we would, the birds would come down and pick up the meat and bring it back to their nest, and the weight of the meat would knock the nest out of the tree or off the mountaintop, and then they would be able to collect it at the bottom. They were saying this just requires so much effort, and it's incredibly dangerous, and and they're like, we're around these giant birds, and they got to collect it for and it takes forever to do. <laughs> I was about to make a joke about some guy coming in and making up a story about, oh, hey, I have to go through right. all this, fight it's these winged surfaces. Exactly yeah, what they did. Exactly, exactly what, what they did. Yep. How about that? There's no fact check then. You could say whatever you wanted. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so uh, if anybody tries to tell you that Aristotle was a smart dude... <laughs> Just bring up the fact that he believed in cinnamon birds and wrote about them. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, a lot of people believed that. It wasn't just him. Uh, others believed that cinnamon sticks were pulled up by fishing nets in the Nile um, in modern-day Ethiopia. Hmm. Hmm. And that cinnamon sticks were just sitting on the bottom of the Nile waiting to be collected <laughs> i mean so that, i guess that gives a new meaning to ground cinnamon <laughs> there you go yeah um fight off the crocodiles <laughs> yes get your cinnamon sticks yes get those sticks uh for for those of you <laughs> for those of you who are longtime listeners you'll also remember that Cinnamon was used in the um, preservation of mustard balls in England. Um, so uh, for those of you who didn't listen to the mustard episode, um, mustard was dried and mixed with cinnamon and then formed into these 
balls for uh, for preservation and later use. And when, when you wanted to use the mustard ball, um, you would just mix it into some water uh, and use it in your sauce or your soup or whatever. Um, so cinnamon became popular uh, at that time in the in the UK. Um, in modern days, though, Indonesia and China produce 75% of the world's cinnamon, um, and that's mostly the uh, cassia variety that uh, most people will be most familiar with. Um, if you include Indonesia, China, Vietnam, and Sri Lanka, uh, you have over 99% of the world's cinnamon production. So it's, it's really not produced wow. much outside of those regions. Um, but as Andrew said, also in uh, South America, South America yeah. including Brazil. I wonder if that has something to do with the labor force being such a manually intensive job. And from what I also was reading, there is there was a shortage of workers that drove up in 2009 the price of cinnamon by 30%. Wow. Hmm. Wow. And I don't know if that's still the case today. Shortage I couldn't find anything on that. But I, you know, as of all of those jobs that are that are based on, you know, people doing very fine work and labor intensive work. You know, if a shortage happens, it certainly can affect the price. Do you know anything about the conditions of work in cinnamon production? Um, I, I can't I, imagine it's easy. Uh, what I understand is the hours are long and what they make is entirely dependent on how much they can process in a day, obviously. Uh, yeah. But that means that a lot of people push themselves really far to produce as much as they can. You know, we're talking 10 plus hour days. That sounds difficult. Sure. Yeah. Let's move into a word from our sponsor. Today's sponsor is Elephanta. It's the only soda made specifically for elephants. Try Elephanta today in one of their convenient 100, 200, or 400 gallon containers. It comes in five elephant-friendly flavors. Peanut, cinnamon, raisin, hemp, and grass. Have either of you tried Elephanta? Uh, no, but I don't think that uh, I'd be able to handle a 400 gallon <laughs> container. My uh, my water storage tank for my house is 300 gallons, so do they deliver? Yes. So before we get into the tasting, um, let's talk a little bit about the medicinal uses for cinnamon. Uh, Andrew, could you tell us a little bit about those? Sure. Uh, so cinnamon is primarily made up of, I'm going to probably mispronounce this, cinnamaldehyde? Cinnamaldehyde? Cinnamaldehyde, I, I believe. Uh, but that's the primary essential oil in, in cinnamon, and that is a natural anti-inflammatory, and it's antimicrobial or antifungal, um, and that's used or can be used in uh, diabetic treatments, um, cancer preventatives, and uh, other anti-inflammatory purposes. 
Um, it is also has also been known to be used as a uh, way to stop bleeding. It can mm. uh, it can clot wounds as well. Does it have like congealing properties? I believe it does. Yes, um, I'm not sure the exact uh, the exact oil in the bark that does that, um, but it's uh, composed of a couple different ones. But the primary one being uh, cinnamaldehyde, uh, which is also what gives it its uh, preservative nature um, for for meats and for other spices. Uh, so next time you have an open wound, just rub some cinnamon on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> the spice cast does not sponsor this message <laughs> but don't eat too much of it yes um there is a significant danger with eating too much um cinnamon powder um and the cinnamon challenge is evidence of that um cinnamon challenge was popularized by Big Brother UK in 2011, but it, its roots go back further apparently, than that. Yeah, apparently, like 2007. <clears throat> 2007. The first, the first evidence of it existing, as discovered online, apparently, went back to 2007, and then I guess Big Brother popularized it. I think so. Yeah. Okay, and then apparently its peak hit, like it's, it's the peak of its popularity was 2012. Even the governor of Indiana did the cinnamon challenge. Wow. Mike Pence? Uh, I'm, I think it was Mike Pence. I don't know if it was the if he was the mayor at the time, or uh, governor at the time. Okay, uh, please Google <laughs> Mike Pence cinnamon challenge uh, to, confirm a, to confirm or deny this uh, allegation. <laughs> the danger as you, I think it mentioned pre uh, slightly mentioned a, a little bit um, about the, the danger of ingesting that uh, the powdered form um, it's it's I'm guessing most people haven't had serious um, haven't suffered serious side effects as a result of doing the cinnamon challenge because the cinnamon didn't go deep enough into their lungs it just right. went probably into their throat and whatever but there are cases of at least one case of someone dying from ingesting too much powdered uh, cinnamon. And it's once it gets into your lungs, then things get really bad. And apparently the cinnamaldehyde is something that um, causes additional um, irritation or tissue damage um, as a result of the, the, the interactions it has with the mucous membranes that line your, your throat and your, your airways. Mm -hmm. um, and part of the cinnamon challenge is that you're not supposed to have any water with it. Right. Um, so if you are tasting cinnamon at home, like we're about to do, um, please make sure you have water nearby uh, just in case something were to go wrong and only taste a, a very small amount of the powder. Even without doing a spoonful in your mouth, eating too much cinnamon on a regular basis is bad for your liver and kidneys as well. So there is a regimented amount uh, of consumption if you're using it for a medical purpose like uh, fighting type 2 diabetes um, or using it as a cancer preventative. Um, so cinnamon challenge, in summary, not the most delicious way to enjoy cinnamon and not endorsed by the Spice Cast. If you have any questions about the cinnamon challenge or anything else we mention on this episode, 
please reach out to us at podcast at thespicecast.com. Send us an email. So with that, we're going to get into the tasting. We're going to start with McCormick Stick Cinnamon. So this is the Cassia Cinnamon that we were talking about earlier. And McCormick is the brand that you can find in most grocery stores across the United States. The taste you trust. The taste you trust. Non-GMO. Stick Cinnamon. Get those ASMR. How many sticks are there in one container? Ten? Seven sticks. <gasps> this is a skinny one. So uh, right off the bat, uh, the smell of this stick cinnamon is quite potent. That was a good one. <laughs> Mm, smell it now. Ooh. It's like For all a, you listeners, we just cracked a stick in half. That was that satisfying snap. And this is the cassia cinnamon, so it's got a thicker, it's a thicker bark. But it smells like a like a cozy holiday time. Mm. Um, around the fire. Listening to your favorite podcasts. It smells very sweet. I wonder if that's an American thing to think it smells yeah, sweet. Yeah, association more so. So uh, we're going to taste it. Because as we always say, the best way to enjoy an audio-only podcast is to have all of the hosts eating <laughs> <laughs> the entire time. And uh, just saying mm, occasionally. <laughs> it's a very mild taste. Yeah. But it is sweet. It does taste sweet, It does though. taste sweet. That's pretty much all I'm getting mm. through this is sweet. There's not much spice. It tastes almost like that really uh, inexpensive cinnamon gum that you would get as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just like a little bit sweet. There's a mm -hmm. tiny cinnamon flavor, and then it goes away immediately. Unfortunately, McCormick, that was <laughs> underwhelming. I no longer trust. Our second and final stick cinnamon <clears throat> is Morton and Bassett San Francisco cinnamon sticks. All natural, salt free, gluten free. Don't you hate it when they put gluten on your cinnamon sticks? It really ruins the integrity. Clearly, what spices should be. Morton and Bassett. Kosher, too. Clearly. <laughs> hey, it's on the bottle. This one is glass. I think that means it's higher quality packaging. It's effective. Marketing. 
This is also cassia cinnamon. Uh, it just says cinnamon sticks. Mm. It already has a different smell. You gotta break that one. Sure. Mm. The smell is a lot spicier. Right away. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a bite to it in the beginning. It also feels softer. I don't smell the sweetness in this the way that I did with the McCormick sticks either. The Spice Cast, breaking sticks since 2019. <laughs> <laughs> what does it taste like? Mmm, where's the sweetness again? There's a little more spice than McCormick. But again, I'm not really getting... I'm not getting a lot of complexity. And most of the uses I find with whole cinnamon sticks involves soaking really bring out their flavors and to pull the oils out yeah yeah that's what you get when you grind it too mm -hmm. uh, if you scrape the darker inner bark out mm. you really get the spice and the sweetness there it almost tastes there like it it's mashing it with your molars brings everything out got to see my dentist after this intense way it almost tastes like The outside is oxidized, mm -hmm. and the inside is where you really get the flavor. If I chew it in one spot, you can really start to feel the burning sensation. Mm -hmm. It's burning the tip of my tongue. Do either of you know how um, how much mm. cinnamon there is in fireball candies? Zero. Zero? I don't know. Entirely artificial really? flavoring? That's my guess. It's very similar, very similar feeling. You don't think they use cinnamon mouth. oil? Doubt it. Fireball candy and the the hot sensation. Listeners, if you know how fireball candy is made, or you can Google it, tell us. We'd love to know. Well, I certainly enjoyed this one more than the last one. <clears throat> Thank you, Morton and Bassett, for producing a higher quality cinnamon stick. I really don't know why cinnamon sticks would come with this <laughs> plastic shaker attachment to the bottle that seems <laughs> entirely counterproductive um perhaps they're expecting people to i don't know grind them up to their own the own size that they're liking and then to, <laughs> to a, a coarse chop <laughs> what size is your liking are there any forms of cinnamon beyond ground cinnamon, stick cinnamon? Are there? There's uh, cinnamon essential oil, which uh, is just the extracted oil from ground cinnamon, as far as I understand. Mm -hmm. um, it's very useful. It's uh, it's an insect repellent, and it can kill uh, mosquito larvae. And there's mm. a remedy you can make to put on like a handkerchief and wrap it around a dog's neck and it uh, helps prevent ticks. Interesting. It's like a 10 to one water mix with uh, cinnamon um, and it will, hmm. it'll help fight off ticks. Hmm. Cool. Have either of you ever used cinnamon toothpaste? I have. Yeah. I yeah. found it very, very, uh, 
distressing. <laughs> it's disturbing, really. It's <laughs> not. It's not uh, what I'm used to. Let's just say that. It's weird because mint has sort of this cooling quality, and cinnamon has sort of this warming quality mm, in the mouth, true. and it just feels wrong <laughs> to put it on my gums and teeth. Well, to be fair, both are entirely useless. The the tastes in toothpaste, mint, mint True. was mint, and even the foaming of the toothpaste are merely additives to increase toothbrushing. But I think we have this, or at least I have this association with cool is clean. It's clean, sure. That is very intentional. Yeah, very intentional. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was all it was all done as a way to increase uh, or to increase dental health back in the forties. Fresh mint. You don't really think of fresh cinnamon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a reward cycle. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. Psychology. All right. So um, let's taste some powdered cinnamon, some ground cinnamon. We're going to start off with true cinnamon, Ceylon cinnamon. And this is... Uh, Simply organic Ceylon cinnamon, which is the uh, Wegmans brand organic um, standard packaging. It's also in glass. This one, the plastic makes sense. <laughs> hey. So Ceylon cinnamon, true cinnamon. What does it smell like? It's a lot darker visually than what I always imagined cinnamon. It's really fine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's a very much earthier smell to that than there is the um, Casio. It almost smells like cloves. Mm, yeah. In a spicy way. Oh, wow. When they say it has a milder flavor, they're not underplaying that. It's very mild. It's really good though. It almost disappears right after you put it on your tongue. Wow. That's not really like any cinnamon I've ever had before. I've never been a cinnamon connoisseur. From what I understand, Cylon cinnamon is your most common cinnamon in Europe. Hmm. Not sure why, but I also from what I read, they use cinnamon far more sparingly than we do, making less desserts with cinnamon, I'm assuming. It's interesting. Less desserts with cinnamon. Mm -hmm. Not that they would have less cinnamon in mm -hmm. them. I can also see this being used more in uh, savory, the Cylon in particular, because it doesn't have yeah. the sweetness to it. And it's uh, a far less pronounced flavor. Yeah, I mean, it tastes, it tastes great. I. I would definitely use this in like a savory stew. I could imagine it in a baked good paired mm -hmm. with enough sugar, but yeah, <clears throat> I could see it going or complementing uh, cumin really yeah, well and tomato. Mm -hmm. I think it would go really well in like a shakshuka, mm -hmm. you know, a heavily spiced tomato sauce where it's a lot of bold, bold flavors. I'm not getting the burning that I did with the. The bark, cassia bark, and the cinnamon sticks. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, no burning. It's just it just sort of dissolves. If you are going to eat a lot of cinnamon uh, for medicinal purposes, you're, you're supposed to use the Cylon cinnamon uh, because it has less of a negative effect on your liver and kidneys. Mm. Good to know. Likely due to yeah. its more mellow nature. Next cinnamon we're going to try is Signature Kitchens Ground Cinnamon. This is Cassia. Um, and this is the, uh, we're, we're mixing grocery stores here. This is the Safeway store brand cinnamon. I love their quality seals. <laughs> is this darker in color? Compared with Ceylon, it appears so. I think it's, I think it's it looks red. red. It's redder. Yeah. Red, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. Yeah. Because this is a darker brown than this. If you look at the, the, the cinnamon sticks, they're also more red. Right, since they're all cassia. Is that one way to tell the two apart from each other? Perhaps. Since unfortunately we don't have a Cylon stick, as they're a lot harder to come by, it's hard to tell. That certainly would make sense. This smells like good old fashioned grandma's pumpkin pie cinnamon. Yeah, it really oh, does. Yeah. I taste it too. It's not nearly as smooth. It's it's much coarser. It's much more, more grainy, yeah. And grainier, yeah. If I were using this in an, in an apple pie or something, I think it would be perfect. Um, something that you're chewing like that is it, it would taste great. If if I were using it in like a like a cream soup, I think it might feel a little bit grainy. Mm. Fans of the podcast will know that we love cream soups. All right, let's uh, let's taste another species of cinnamon. Um, this is ground Saigon cinnamon. Saigon, as you'll recall, is also known as Indonesian cinnamon. And this is from McCormick Gourmet Organic. The green bottle McCormick. Flavor sealed, quality sealed. That was a good one. That was a good one. This one ex is extremely red. It's orange, more orange. Oh, wow, than yeah. It's very light brown orange. Wow. Wow, that's very sweet. Mm. Wow. It's fine, like the Ceylon, but it doesn't leave your mouth nearly as quickly. Mm hmm. And it's a little bit spicy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, on the on the back end of it, I can feel it in the back of my throat. The smell, the aroma is different between this and uh, the cassia brown cinnamon and the Ceylon. Yeah, what would you say this smells like? I can't really put words to it. I wonder if there's a higher cinnamaldehyde content 
in like or a different cinemaldehyde content between these three if i were to guess i might guess that this one like had a higher content perhaps i get a lot stronger burning sensation from holding this in one spot on my tongue than i do with either of the other two ground cinnamons mm -hmm. ceylon or the cassia Saigon cinnamon is also used to flavor Elephanta. Um, it's the best cinnamon for elephants because it has the strongest, spiciest flavor, and that's what they enjoy most. So this is another um, Saigon cinnamon, um, but this one is uh, labeled as Corinthia. Uh, which I'm definitely mispronouncing, uh, K-A grade, uh, which I believe refers to the size of the branches when they're, mm. when they're uh, harvested. Uh, and I believe K-A is the highest or second highest grade of cinnamon you can get, which means the branches are the smallest. Hmm. Makes sense. And this is uh, Frontier Co-op Cinnamon. What are your predictions about how this is gonna going to taste compared to the other Saigon? To the previous Saigon. Yeah. My guess is that it's going to be less spicy. Less spicy. Uh, and this cinnamon uh, advertises responsible sourcing. Um, so that was one of the big selling points of this when I was uh, was looking at them. It's a really similar color. Yeah, both very red. It's kind of the color that I always imagine cinnamon to be, even though what we usually are seeing is the cassia cinnamon. It's even lighter, yeah. maybe. Mm -hmm. Lighter brown and maybe not quite as orange. Light is difficult. That's mm, darn close. It's very close, if not the exact same shade as the previous cinnamon. Does it look less red to either of you? Maybe slightly. Mm. It doesn't smell as spicy though. Mm. It's not. It's got a wonderful flavor. Very different than the last. Wow. Yeah. It's closer to the Ceylon, maybe even than the, mm. than yeah. the other Saigon. Because it has that dissipating flavor. But not quite as much as the Ceylon. No. No, and it definitely has more of the sweetness than the Ceylon. I think that's my favorite one so far. It's very well-rounded. The cinnamon isn't hard to come by, but um, this is the only one that I didn't buy in a store. Mm. I bought it online. So uh, if you're looking for it, um, 
make sure it's the ka grade mm. uh, because i i feel like that definitely contributes to the subtleness of the it, flavor it must it must yeah well we're lucky to have a spice shop that just opened here so oh really mm-hmm. that's um, cool would you like to give it a quick plug if i knew the name i would there's a spice shop that opened in ithaca new york and for those of you in the area, it's in Press Bay Alley. Please patronize your local spice shops. Always support local. Something that's really great about cinnamon in the US is how it's used in sweet snacks. Um, and sort of like everyday sweet products. So we're gonna taste a couple of those for you as well. Um, the first one was a, was a request from our guests. Um, it's Annie's Homegrown Organic Cinnamon Graham Crackers, sprinkled with sweetness, with the rabbit of approval on the front. <laughs> These are a pretty substantial childhood memory type of nostalgia food here. I mean, this is like a very uh, eco-village upbringing snack. You know, we, we weren't big on the on the sugar and the sweets where Ben and I grew up. So you know, when we were at a at a sleepover, this is what we would break out for a little bit of late night sugar. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. So we're trying uh, the cinnamon graham crackers. Mm. Were these the ones you ate as a kid, or did you have the um, name brand graham crackers? Uh, I don't think they were name brand. Probably off-brand. Probably a uh, store store brand. Mm-hmm. Certified organic cinnamon grams from Annie's. I don't remember the packaging. Could be new packaging. They're really good though. There's almost no cinnamon flavor in these. You can certainly see it. You can smell it. Maybe it's just that I've been tasting straight cinnamon. They hit the spot. <laughs> My favorite thing to do with um, graham crackers, including cinnamon grams, was to dunk them in milk until they were almost uh, falling apart. Well, not all the way falling apart. Almost falling off the cracker. I had a friend who would get a glass of milk and they would just stuff Oreos into it, and they would oh, just leave them man. in there until they until they like swelled up and like sucked all the milk in and then they ate it with a spoon oh man can you do that with graham crackers Uh, i'm sure you can i mean i would imagine but it was very unsettling to watch and the (laughs) texture i can only imagine was completely just mushy and grainy and unsettling what do either of you like more yes (laughs) (laughs) so it goes with cinnamon grams Peanut butter, I would say. Mm. So it goes. Oh, so it goes. I thought you you asked, so what goes with cinnamon (laughs) grams? Which I would say peanut butter. 
Andrew is sprinkling a healthy amount of mm. Saigon cinnamon on his cinnamon gram. Listen to that crunch. Mm. Just a masterpiece. Some big sugar crystals on there. Yeah. Mm, it's cane sugar, though. Organic cane sugar. Any hint of what kind of cinnamon is on these? It says organic cinnamon. Fun fact, the final ingredient in these is organic rosemary extract. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Completely untastable. <laughs> Should we move on to my favorite? Yeah, let's move on. I do remember... Let's not move on. I just sprinkled some of the <laughs> Saigon KA grade cinnamon on one of those crackers. And immediately made, made me remember like the distribution of cinnamon on the graham crackers of old. It was like it was uneven, so it'd be you'd get hit by something super cinnamony. And then it would disappear. These crackers are pretty pretty well distributed in terms of the cinnamon. Alright, let's move on to Andrew's favorite. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. How could we have an episode about cinnamon without mentioning Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Mmm, real cinnamon. Mm. So this was like the most advertised cereal on TV when I was growing up. Is that true for either of you? Do you, you remember that? I don't know if I would say that. I if I had TV. TV. Yeah, you're talking TV. <laughs> we didn't grow up with TVs. Not that we didn't get the same. Well, I guess there was no cable that was run through Eco Village, was there? No. It was all just satellite only. Yeah. yeah. No one had it. One neighbor had it. So why was Cinnamon Toast Crunch your favorite? From middle school. From sixth Ooh. grade. I uh, used to get them in those tiny little school little boxes, and I would just eat them dry. And, you know, it's just so sugary. It's so sugary. Uh, and it just reminds me of uh, those sad years. It's going to be... <laughs> It's gonna be interesting to try this. It's been it's been probably five years for me since I've had this. Has it been longer than that for you? Have you, have you ever had this before? It's been longer than ten years for you. Wow, man! Two years ago, I was buying this at the grocery store. It's just like it's part of your groceries, like every day, no, every no, week. No, 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 no. Occasionally, for the sake of reliving old memories of wow. deliciousness of. Did it live up to your expectations? Cereal. Yes and no. I think there's a proper quantity to enjoy before it. I remember loving the texture of these so much. Mm. They smell cinnamony, that's for sure. Yeah, they do. Oh. (laughs) That is the spot. Leave the box here. I will. <laughs> That's excellent. They're so oh. incredibly crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. A perfect texture. I don't understand how they produce that. It's a wheat and rice cracker. But it's so light. 
wonder if it's from the rice flour. It kind of has, it's like an even crunchier rice cake. It's yeah, true. like a rice cracker. So, yeah. sure that. It's the texture of, a, or the uh, the taste of a rice cake. Just the cracker itself, behind all the sugar and cinnamon. The thing about cinnamon toast crunch is that if you let it sit for more than 12 seconds, it turns into a pile of mush. It's a, it's a speed game there. I mean, it's like the Oreos. Yeah, but faster acting. But Just, faster uh, acting. Gotta go with a, a low quantity and then refill your milk. Big milk with cereal. cereal. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a cereal person. You except know, for I, this. Except for that. Well, I mean, I haven't had this in years, and I don't. I never, I never consumed cereal as an adult, um, like as a breakfast. Just never was an option. It doesn't seem nutritious enough for me. Um, certainly not the sugary ones. It's certainly yeah. not nutritious. I would sort of, if I mean, I wouldn't feed this to a kid. At this point, it's a little bit too much when you think about filling a bowl with that yeah. much sugar. That's so <laughs> much sugar. It's a sugar content. Serving size is one cup. Wow. And I mean, you're absolutely eating more than one cup, right? 12 grams of sugar in one cup. Nice. I want to mention just for a minute what's on the back of this box. Crave those crazy squares and play their crazy games. <laughs> Seems accurate. Meet Slurp. He likes other, other cinnamon toast crunch squares. Make your way through his tongue. <laughs> Make your way through his tongue maze to meet the next crazy square. It almost looks like the one square is going to eat the other square. He likes other Cinnamon Toast Crunch squares. I like that they include the Absolutely. TM when they say that. <laughs> he likes other Cinnamon Toast Crunch TM squares. <laughs> Meet Cinnamonster. He is attracted to the color blue and talks in a crazy fast jumble. And this guy, um, this guy is uh, has a word jumble that you have to you have to figure out. Meet ah, he swirls to the left. Can you find the seven differences in his crazy scene? I think this is the stuff that was in the commercials, like stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Everything was crazy and extreme and it was the late nineties and this and like Apple Jacks were. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember the Apple Jacks commercials. Fruit Loops? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. Lucky yeah. Charms. Yeah. yeah. Lucky Charms is the He's... huge one that everyone was after for, yeah. the, for the for the marshmallows. Our final taste test is a very special treat from one of our guests. Ben, would you please uh, tell us what's going on here? My mom happened to make, without having realized it, um, an apple crisp uh, with cinnamon in it um, for dessert today. And so we're going to try a little bit that has been brought over. It also, has, it also has oats in it? Yes. 
Are there raisins Oats, in it as well in a apples. classic eco-village fashion? I believe there are raisins somewhere. Is this there. made from spiral apples as well? I would guess that there, yes, there, there are some homemade apples, actually. Mm. Homemade, homegrown, uh, homegrown apples. Homegrown, lab-grown. From the tree in our backyard. Homemade, yes. In the lab. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I think there were some spiral apples in here, actually. Uh, Possibly. What's a spiral apple? Uh, part of the uh, winter solstice uh, event is a spiral on the ground made of made of pine limbs, and people go around with apples with candles in them, and they walk it to the center and leave them in a spiral pattern. And it's just supposed to to pagan ritual to symbolize the end of or the coming of the new year and December twenty first. Yeah. Coming of winter, coming of winter, yes, yeah. and yeah. it's light on the darkest day. Yeah. In an apple, and then we eat them and sacrifice a child. Mmm, that's tasty. Just how I like my desserts with a nice amount of salt. Mm-hmm. It's really good. nice amount of butter as well I don't get an overwhelming cinnamon flavor but it's it's definitely there there is a raisin in there you can see the, the cinnamon <laughs> nice it's a classic well. recipe yeah. so the only other thing I wanted to mention before we end is um, the prevalence of the name Cinnamon Girl in songs. As far as I could find, there are three different fairly popular songs by well-known artists named Cinnamon Girl. First one being Neil Young's 1969 Cinnamon Girl. Can you please sing a little bit of that? You're my cinnamon girl, right? No. <laughs> it's like no, I, I, you don't. You don't need to. If you, you actually know it, yeah, we're listening we're to it on the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like um, it's, it's like it goes do 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 do. Sounds like a new song. Hey, Days when the rains came down in the hollow. Eating some cinnamon. <laughs> Go my cinnamon girl. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure that's what I guess. Anyway, uh, right. <laughs> Prince in 2004 also released Cinnamon Girl. I know how that one goes too. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Can you sing it? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> Does it also go? <laughs> it does actually. Yeah, these are all these are all the covers of the same song. Just Prince just ripped off Neil Young there. And then really recently in 2019, um, Lana Del Rey released a song entitled "Cinnamon Girl." Can you sing that one? That one I do not know. I know. How does it go? Etc. Etc. 
<laughs> Do either of you have any other cinnamon fun facts, cinnamon pop culture references, stories to bring up? Well, um, every song about cinnamon since 1969 <laughs> <laughs> was actually like, by Van Morrison. <laughs> and is called Cinnamon Girl. Well, with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, thank you all for sticking with us through this fairly long uh, cinnamon episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And uh, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Andrew, for joining me on this episode. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for hosting. Thanks for leading the leading the charge. If you're interested in getting in touch with us, uh, email podcast at thespicecast.com. And uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud. Uh, and please rate us five stars wherever you heard this episode. This has been Ruben with episode three, Cinnamon of the Spice Cast. And we're out. Spice only. And then, really recently in in 2019. Hey, shh. You're saying the wrong phone. <laughs> 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 I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hush in there, peanut gallery. Nobody asked you. <laughs>